0: 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somusiya. Good evening and thanks for joining us on SAFM Spot On. Uh, Tabitha Musia is me Katla and Liyolom Kalipia producing the show and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer. Tonight on the show we have invited the SABC uh, to come and talk to us about their presentations at Ikasa last week and uh, the case they made in the ongoing sports draft broadcast regulations uh, saga. If you read the reports or you were listening to us last week uh, then you m- would have noted that the SABC actually took a battering at the hearings until they had a chance to speak for themselves later in the week. So the Head of Policy and Regulatory Affairs, Mr. Philip Moilo, will speak to us just to understand what is the SABC's uh, case. We did speak uh, to Spum Chigeli so last week who was attending the ICASA e- hearing and he was telling us about uh, how all the federations were basically uh, slamming the SABC. In fact, I was actually there at the ICASA hearings uh, last week. How can I forget? I was there and I was there when the PSL was saying that the SABC just does not deliver um, to, to its, its promises and they don't broadcast the amount of matches that they've been given by the PSL. There was even mention of a 24-hour sports channel that was set to be launched in the late 90s and it's still not on air according to the PSL and that's why they feel that they should be able to sell their rights to the highest bidder. So we'll speak to the SABC just to understand what their case was. And as part of our build up two comrades we will uh, talk to a runner that will be doing the comrades marathon running barefoot uh, rapes survivor sabi mashiko who is part of the fed cats athletics club is dedicating her race to raise awareness against the scourge of rape uh, through the run for her campaign she's also dedicating this race to a nine-year-old cousin who died on the scene after being brutally raped and stabbed multiple times by a neighbor uh, so we'll speak to sabi and find out how can we follow her how can people assist and how can they be part of this race on a sunday and then as part of our careers in sport feature. We will uh, profile newly appointed SA Women's Under-20 rugby coach Lorian Johannes, a former Springbok women's player who has broken new ground making her the first female head coach of a national team on the local rugby scene. So that's what's coming up on the show uh, tonight. And uh, there is also a game, by the way, Bafana Bafana playing, believe it or not, and uh, they're playing in the Kosafa Cup. They're in the plate semis after being knocked out of the tournament proper. The last time I checked, it was 1-1 against uh, Uganda. Um, so i will try and give you uh, updates as as, uh, um, as often as i can in that game there uh, but the last score that i saw was definitely 1-1 and there's also cricket of course uh, it is afghanistan who are playing today against sri lanka afghanistan now 97 for 5 in the 20th after 20 overs they've been set two hundred and two runs to win that rain affected match that's been reduced uh, to 41 overs and there's also tennis so much going on the french open is quarterfinal final time johanna konta knocked out uh, sloane stevens in the and singles and in the men's uh, singles uh, uh, Rafael Nadal beat Canish scored in straight sets so he's through to the uh, semis and uh, then also through is Roger Federer the third seed he won in four sets against his compatriot Stan Wawrinka so that's what's been happening today if you've missed out but after the break we'll speak to the SABC Hashtag SAFM Sport On Okay, let's speak now to Mr. Philip Moilo just to uh, understand what the presentation was at ICASA. And by the way, we've got a new SMS line. It's 41391. So you can now send us SMSs on 41391. Mr. Moilo, good evening, Sen. Thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. Good evening, Tavis, and thanks for having me
1: on the show.
0: So let's, let's maybe, how do you think your submission to ICASA went? Are you happy with how you were received and what you presented on the day?
1: Yeah, we were very happy. Um, we are convinced about our case, and we believe the regulator will understand exactly the tracks of our submission. Uh, I think at the heart of this submission, and I think uh, what South Africans should be asking themselves the question is that, should we compromise access to national sporting events uh, for commercial interest? And I think that's a task that uh, the ICASA will have to balance. We'll have to use a very serious balancing act when it comes to the uh, review of these regulations because currently now, The right regime is not sustainable for the public broadcast or for free to air. And as a result, we're saying to ICASA, please review this. We had the 2010 regulations. These regulations have not achieved the desired results, and therefore, review them so that we're all on an equal footing. The public is not uh, compromised. Uh, we can't, and in 25 years into democracy, talking about having to pay to see or having to pay to see the purchase. So it's like it was also really a public service to commercial interest. And that's the heart of the argument. The second one is if you look at the pricing model, um, in terms of what has been happening on the price of rice, Nobody actually can tell what is the criteria, what is it based on. So the SABC over the years has been taking a punch uh, because it needed to deliver to members of the public. But this is not sustainable, and that's what we're showing. We were able to openly share the figures with the regulator to show them actually how sports is performing within the SABC. And would appreciate if others that are, for example, alleging that this is going to lead to the demise, whether federations or pay television, to actually do the same so that the regulator can have a balancing um, sort of discretion. But what we're saying here, Tabisho, is this. Currently now, which I think is very significant to note, we have, in the last five years, spent $3.9 billion on sports in the FBC. And the question is, what was the return on investment in, in financial terms? And the return was... Uh, only 800 million. So we had a 3 billion loss. It can't be business as usual. It can't be. Then we're going to get the, the, you know, the SABC going down the drain just because of sport. And we're saying, let's review this. Let's ICASA be the referee to come and oversee what is happening. If there's a deadlock, let ICASA come in. Let's have a win-win situation. This thing does not actually lead to anybody. If ICASA follows the proposal that we have, and if you don't mind I can take you through one of the proposals that we have. Yes. Which is unbundling of the rights. We're saying we cannot have a winner takes all on the rights for a national sporting event. You've never seen that in the world. In developed countries, Nohal, where actually people can afford compared to South Africa. Here you have a situation where the biggest bidder with the biggest pocket is able to take all the rights. Even radio rights when actually the bidder doesn't even have a radio platform. Now, where is fairness in that? But when you look at other models in other countries, they do tear the rise and break them and say, this is a rise for free trade, this is the rise for pay television. FIFA does that. You know, Even EPL does that. You know, This is not something new that we're proposing. So we're saying, let's review this thing so that we have a win-win situation. If the SAV is out of the game, who's the biggest loser here? Members of the mm. public.
0: So would you say at the moment the sports right packages are inflated?
1: Very much inflated. Uh, we're saying... Come to the open. Why don't tell us what to pay the price on? I can demonstrate a quick example. Mm. In 2015-2014, we got the rise uh, um, uh, from Safa, Bafana Bafana. From $40 million the following year, from $210 I mean, you don't have to be rocket science in terms of finance, un- un- finance and price escalation. That's more than 50%. So where have you seen that? So that's why i are saying this model is not sustainable. We need to have an oversight by the regulator to say, guys, uh, let's have a way, let's be transparent, let it be, be transparent, let's know uh, what are the considerations, let's know actually uh, the price and what informs the price. So it, it can be a win-win situation because this is applied in, in, as, uh, elsewhere in, in, in other countries.
0: And just to be clear, Mr. Moira, it's not only the sports of national interest that you're calling for, you also want the unbundling of sports right packages basically.
1: Well, as a matter of principle, we are saying that, but we are saying our priority is national sporting events because that's where we owe members of the public. Mm. We can't, like I'm saying, afford people to pay to see their national heroes and, and to see the national flag. It's just unfathomable. I, I, I can't imagine how, as a country, we can be proud of that, where poor people have to be running around and asking where is the game going to be showed of a, a national team. It can not be. And it can not be right in that sense of right for a country that is developing such as ours.
0: Well, I was at the hearings last weekend. The main argument passed by those who are opposing these regulations is that the SABC does not have the capacity to broadcast these sporting codes even when the SABC has the rights. They, they, they don't broadcast them. How do you respond to that?
1: Was advanced. We are saying the regulations should be future approved. Uh, we are moving in a digital, multi-channel uh, environment. The SABCS we speak now, so has just got an authorization of a sports channel last year from Mikasa. But if the rise regime doesn't change and nobody comes to the table, that channel will never be able to serve and exactly sort out that capacity problem that we're talking about. So so we, we need to look in the future and, and, and look at where the problem is. Um just only pointing that in the past this happened is not going to help us because the ICT environment has changed. I mean, you can access sports across all various devices and so on. So we need to be able to immerse our thinking in terms of the current environment and say uh, this is where things are going. And Hansi Kasa uh, came with these regulations trying to come to the party to say let us make sure that members of the public are not compromised in the dealings on commercial, commercialization of sports.
0: Well, the issue of the 24 hours post Channel, I'm glad you raised it. It was also raised by the PSL chairman, Dr. Koza, who said the SCBC had been threatening to launch this channel since the 90s and nothing has materialized. So you're saying the channel is there. Is it not on air because of the analog system?
1: No. no. it is. The channel is there. We are trying running the channel. What oh. we are waiting now is, remember we're in a digital environment now. Mm-hmm. What needs to happen is to the issue of set of boxes to be resolved so that members of the public can access our channels. So... There are those interdependencies around what is happening on DTT, but the plan is very much well off to make sure that we are going to increase capacity. So if you if you want to argue that maybe 20 years ago and so on, okay, there, there might have been an issue, but there's no issue now. Here now we're saying there's so much platform that can be used, and let's focus on that, and let's help each other. This is not about uh, federations against broadcasters. Federations cannot survive without broadcasters. Broadcasters cannot survive without federations. And therefore, there's some sobriety required here in terms of should we want to really let go the sabc and not have access what are we doing football the sabc historically everybody knows we did football even before it go to Master choice we were doing football we we're doing all the most interesting matches today what kind of matches is, our, is, is sabc doing
0: i was you about to ask are you, are you I, happy with the matches that you get given because we have we
1: have raised that issue vehemently with the casa uh, uh, tabi so to say it can be that uh, when you tear the right and say and you sub the SABC. All the games that you give are the games of smaller teams that do not attract audiences, one. Secondly, you give the games that are actually out of the bounds of uh, housing, where the costs are very high. So it's a very unfair situation and we have been able to detail those kinds of nitty-gritties around what affects the SABC. And I think maybe the problem, Taro, is that we've done decision for a very long time and it became an acceptable situation. But the figures can turn. We are open about it to say this is not sustainable. Let all parties come to the table. And let's allow free to air. (laughs) You'll find it very interesting that ETV made the same argument. In fact, ETV made a presentation on behalf of the CBC, Mm -hmm. going to the granular details of ensuring that it costs three million to produce a game. So that's how far. And they're saying we cannot gain financial into this for as long as the rules of the game are not changed because this is a loss making to the free to air broadcasters. So uh, the question is, who is affected by all this? It's the public. Thank you
0: so are you seeking an opportunity to bid for these rights or you want them to be made accessible for free
1: change the regime first because it will not assist us for example one of the things that are looking at is what you call secured funding for sport and we've been engaging with the relevant parties even the the department of sport the of Sport made a submission supporting us to say the sbc need to have some money ring funds for sport but if that money comes and we've been sorted out the regulatory regime it's going to go into a big hole So we need a dual approach where you fix the regulation and you also, on the other side, raise funding for sports of national interest, in particular, first, so that uh, members of the public can be rest assured that they're going to see their protests at Pogo Pogo and live in Bafana Bafana. All the national flags must be seen on free-to-air. It can't be that it's a privilege to see um, the Springboks.
0: Well, the other argument raised by those opposing this regulation was the money issue which you just touched on. And now they're saying that the SABC's financial challenges are well documented. So where would the funding come from then if the SABC was able to bid for these rights?
1: I'm giving a historical fact where more than 10 years ago, the SABC has never... I still want to see somebody who can say the SABC has ever made money out of sport. The booth can tell, can look at all the annual reports of the SABC. Even currently now, for eighteen nineteen, we have over 500 million. For last year, on sports only. And we're saying this should be normal. It can't be. All of them are avoiding loss. So the loss is normal when it comes to the SABC. So we need to really, really be fair to each other. Everybody's saying we don't want a loss, we want to make profit. Now, who must carry the burden? Mm. So whether the SABC was not financially challenged now, we're saying this is not a sustainable situation. You can give the SABC now and say we've well, got $3 billion, $4 billion, go and spend on sport. I tell you, it's going to dry out in a few years. That's not every year. It's even too long. Because the prices are going to be inflated, because there's nothing that controls a the pricing. There's no any uh, transparency. We said to ICASA there must be transparency, and ikasa must be built, not to interfere, which has been misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. We're not saying ICASA must tell the other party to pay any other party how much, but I'm saying ICASA be an oversight so that there can be some variety, there can be conscience. people can see that uh, they have to explain themselves where they come from with regard to pricing and the, the whole uh, allocation of, of... Like I'm saying, the winner takes call doesn't help us. It doesn't help us where all the rights are sitting with one player when actually developed countries are not even doing the same.
0: You mentioned radio earlier on, Mr. Moyulua. Were you yes. saying that even people who don't have radio platforms have the rights to radio?
1: That's the status case, Tariso. Wow. I can give a typical example. The packaging of radio rice by the rice holders on, on rugby in particular, they've got the radio rice. And they're giving that to a television broadcaster that doesn't have radio. Then the SABC has to come go on there with the you know, tail between the legs and say, please, can we have radio rice? There is now, even currently now, the, the, the producers Who's doing that? Where well, where well, Where well, is the radio rice? So yeah. that's what we talk about unbundling. It's not a really complex, not rocket science. We have to be able to be reasonable and say, this is about South Africans, it's not even about the SABC making money. If it is just a simple conduit to make South Africans to access sports of national importance, that's the biggest priority. We can debate around the cheetahs, the bulls, and others. That's something else. But the springboks, the Proteas, the fun, for fun, fun, national flags. That cannot be a debate for commercial gain. It
0: can be. Talking about the pro tiers, was it a difficult process to secure these cricket World Cup rights because it was announced very late, closer to the tournament starting?
1: Now, these are the things that we say to you, Kasa, to say, if you don't have an oversight, you're just going to have this kind of uh, wranglings and this kind of uh, inhibitions that you go through. And if there is an oversight by a regulator, somebody will have to explain and say, guys, uh, why don't you reach an agreement within a certain period? Because one of the problems, Tariq, is that We secure the rights very late because we depend on the other party to say yay or nay. And at the time that we get the rights, we're not even able to commercialize in terms of selling them. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the realities. Sometimes we get the rights the day before. That cannot be a situation that is sustainable and that is fair to all the players. And we are saying customers come with those things of saying, look, you must have a certain period to agree on the terms. If there's a deadlock and uh, you need to involve us, the customer must be able to say, is the process transparent? Is it, because we're talking here national assets. We're talking here the, the taxpayers' money. So we are not really talking about individual dividends into SABC's pocket. So that's why we're even declaring, you know, the cost we've been able to show, uh, you know, the graphs where and the tables what has been happening and it will be appreciated if even other parties can do that and say look this is the, the fear that we have this is what you're going to lose so that you know we're all fair and and we're not saying as i said that we're not saying every right our priority is national sporting right
0: on that note emmanuel has just tweeted us he says that the 24 hours post channel does exist he says some of us who are using terrestrial have access to it
1: Yes, I said it's there. It's existing. You know, like I'm saying, <laughs> like say, hence I'm saying that argument doesn't hold where we're going yeah. because the channel is there. And I can list a number of uh, rides that we've been having that we're trying to uh, run on that. The biggest problem now, we need to solve DTP so that people can have set up boxes and access this. That, that's where the challenge is. But the planning, the channel, the uh, what you call proposition, that is there. That is there. Like I'm saying, ICASA authorized that channel last year in November. So... There are progress. The CBC is not sitting down and saying we want the rights and we're going to shelve them. We are not saying that. We're saying we have plans uh, with assistance of funding also from the Department of Sport and Government in general, Treasury. We need to look into this because we're talking national assets. We're not talking commercial interest at the CBC.
0: Okay. And finally, do you have an idea how long this process is going to take? Well, uh,
1: within uh, ICASA's ambit, uh, we hope, you know, it's not going to take too long. Uh, Normally, a month to three months, it should be resolved because they have to process everything, listen to, and and uh, process all the submissions that have been made. But uh, we're hopeful that sanity will prevail and the public interest is going to be seen as the most priority.
0: Which is all that matters, the public, of course. Thank you, Mr. Milo. You've been very clear. Uh, Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM.
1: Thank you, Tabisha.
0: Thank you, Mr. Philly Moyula there uh, speaking on behalf of the SABC about, well, there's a castle sports broadcasting right and There you have it. Now people are asking me how do they get access to uh, this 24-hour sports channel. So uh, who was that that tweeted me? Emmanuel, uh, you've started something here. You say you've got the 24-hour uh, sports a channel on extra terrestri- on, on, Or you're saying you're using terrestrial and you've got the 24-hour channel. There you have it.